1: I think if people were expecting some sort of, like, Nick Nolte face with Trump's mugshot, you know, I don't think that was ever in the cards. This is, you know, a a guy who has been very practiced with the faces he makes his whole life.
2: That's Gillian Brockle, a writer for the Washington Post's Retropolis section, who specializes in the history of mugshots.
3: And she's talking about that mugshot that everyone has seen by now, former President Donald Trump's booking photo from the Fulton County Jail in Georgia.
2: Uh, yeah. You know, with all the indictments Trump has faced this year, the idea of him having to pose for a mugshot... It wasn't really that far fetched. It was going to happen eventually. Right. But the response Mm -hmm. to his angry, scowling, blue steel look, it has been a bit surprising.
3: Yeah, it has. And a morning consult poll from late August found that Trump, who has maintained a strong lead as the front runner for the GOP presidential nomination for the upcoming 2024 election, was actually seen as more electable by his base after the mugshot was released. That's
2: right. And a spokesman from the Trump camp claimed, and I'm going to put on my shocked face here, that Trump raised seven million dollars in just a few days after that booking photo was released.
3: Unbelievable. And Trump's mugshot isn't the only one that's captured the public's attention. It's not even the first politician mugshot to become famous.
2: So Brockle and I went back in time to check in on the history of these photos and to try and figure out why we're so obsessed with them. Okay, Gillian, go back with me. What was the first mugshot ever taken?
1: mugshot was in France. It was by this French guy named Alphonse Bertillon in 1888. So, you know, uh, police officers had been taking photographs of suspects and criminals and people they arrested for as long as photography existed, but it was never standardized. And so, you know, that would really become a problem if you're talking about someone uh, giving a false name and you know, getting a picture from another jurisdiction being like, well, I can't really tell if it's this guy or not, you know. So Alphonse Bertillon, he was a police officer and a sort of proto-criminologist. And he decided that what needed to happen was that things needed to be standardized. You know, you needed to have every uh, photograph of a suspect of someone being booked look the same so that they could be comparable from one jurisdiction or one time period to another. So that's where you get, you know, the the profile shot, the the front sort of portrait shot. And, you know, in the, in the past, we also had the, you know, the height in the background and then the booking number.
2: What are some of the more famous ones in history? I think back to, you know, guys like Al Capone, the gang's 20s and 30s, but there have been others.
1: Oh, yeah, there's been lots, in fact, a lot of dictators from the early 20th century had mugshots sort of like on the way up to power. So Stalin did, uh, Lenin did, Mussolini, all of them had mugshots when they were younger uh, for their sort of uh, revolutionary activities. And in Mussolini's case, it was for dodging the draft. Just knowing the kind of, the kind of notorious uh, spots they would take in history, it's interesting to see, you know, Vladimir Lenin, with kind of a baby face in his early 20s being arrested for his, at that time, kind of humble revolutionary activities.
2: And there are plenty of famous Americans with mugshots floating around.
1: Of course, you've got MLK, Rosa Parks, and then, you know, there's the whole genre of celebrities. One of the first ones that came to my mind because of the generation that I'm from is of Paris Hilton, you know, sort of um, you know, striking a pose and and looking up at the camera, sort of seductively, and and her mug shot, uh, you know, and then there's a whole era of those sort of like pink pink faced, yellow haired blonde girls, like uh Lindsay Lohan.
2: One of the most famous celebrity shots that that I can recall, maybe the old Sinatra mug shot.
1: Oh yeah, where he's got that he's such a young baby-faced Dad, a baby faced guy, and wasn't he he was like arrested for. It for, so, for having romantic so, relations with a married woman if i recall right, correctly.
2: exactly it was, it was something <laughs> like that johnny cash had a great mug shot too so what what's the fascination with celebrity mug and or i guess i should just famous people in general it could be a politician but why do we i, I don't know why do we want to see these mug because i remember the trump thing yeah. there was this huge build-up for days leading up when's he going to get the mug shot taken can we see it
1: Well, I think I think that there's something about the mugshot of that shows the sort of like glamorous people or high high people, you know, brought low, you know, humbled that we find so interesting. You know, is that what they really look like if if it's a fluorescent light and maybe they're not posing, maybe they're surprised or maybe they're. You know, intoxicated and not. You know, maybe their their makeup's a mess because they've been crying. Like we want to see these sort of people that we put up on pedestals as just regular humans. And you know, for certainly, I think a lot of liberals they wanted to see uh, Trump brought low in that same kind of way. Now, of course, I don't, I don't think um, anyone surprised or anyone who's familiar you know, with with Trump and and how he photographs is surprised by what came out. You know, he's got basically two poses. If you stick a camera in front of his face, one of them is smiling with his thumbs up. And one of them is the sort of like fierce eagle face, you know, and of course, that's the face that he's making in his mud shop. So I did a little research.
2: Okay, so here we go. Now you're going to make me do trivia, right?
3: Maybe, maybe.
2: All right, tell me about the research.
3: Okay, so I found this article in Psychology Today that explained how the way Trump's face is angled in that mugshot may be more emotionally revealing than he intended. It cited this analysis of 1,400 painted portraits published in the Nature Journal that found a majority of both men and women had their faces tilted so more of the left side of their face was visible
2: so we're into the face tilting now question though <laughs> how is that connected to emotion
3: okay so mike nichols of flinders university in melbourne australia also researched face tilt in photographs and he's found that people tend to expose more of the left side of their face when they want to express emotion now this isn't trivia exactly but what side of his face do you think trump is showing more of in that mugshot
2: honestly i don't think he really cared I think for him, it was all about the scowl and the the furrowed brow. He knew exactly how he wanted that picture to come out and how he was going to use it to his benefit, and he did. But I'm guessing that you have an answer to your question. Which side was more visible?
3: Well, it was actually the right side of his face, which indicates that he was trying to hide or suppress emotion. So maybe he isn't as confident about this whole thing as he's letting on. Interesting.
1: Trump isn't your typical politician. Is that he isn't doing the typical politician mugshot? You know, John Edwards has the same thing, where his hair is just perfectly coiffed. You know, he's, he's probably wearing some bronzer, and he is just smiling for the camera in his mugshot. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong in the world. One thing I noted in my article is that both John Edwards and Tom Delay eventually got off on the charges that they had that they had that had been brought against them. So maybe they had something to smile about. But I think there's that sort of, you know, politician, glad-handing personality that can be hard for them to drop. If a camera's in your face and you're a politician, maybe it's just an automatic thing where you go, oh, hey, hi, do you have a baby I can hold?
2: i tell you one thing. He's making some money off it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Both he and liberals are making money off of off of that mugshot. I mean, he was campaigning on it within hours and liberals have been selling mugs with the mugshot on it, too. I don't know. I think in 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 that uh, with that specific mugshot, I think everybody's happy. You know, the conservatives and and Trump supporters are happy with the the tough face that he's making. And uh, liberals are happy that he's in a mugshot, that he's been standardized in a way that any old uh, person being booked on charges is.
2: Mugshots in general, though, is it kind of sad that, you know, we take such delight in catching, a, you know, getting a photo of someone at what has to be one of the lowest points in their life?
1: I think about Nick Nolte, you know, that mugshot, you know, it was put on The Tonight Show. It was the butt of every joke. And, you know, for him, it's it's pathetic and sad and he looks wretched. And he writes he wrote about it later in in his memoir. Like that was the moment that he was hitting bottom in his struggle with substance abuse uh, addiction. And so, you know, that picture for him is not a punchline. That picture for him is the worst moment of his life. I think that he as a, a You know, the last I checked, he had been sober for a long time and and had been doing well. Is probably sick of seeing that. You know, stuff like that happens to Robert Downey Jr. and Hugh Grant as well, where they're looking very out of sorts or guilty and they are mugshots. And these are people who have had, you know, sort of uh, uh, rehabbed their reputations and are, you know, beloved once again. And so to be constantly going back to you know, having having a photo of the most humiliating moment of your life, probably not great.
2: And social media has made all this worse, hasn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you really see a lot of um, uh, news organizations grappling with this now, too, because uh, a mugshot can go across the world, you know, within seconds. And you might. Eventually, have the charges dropped? You know, maybe uh, you didn't actually do the thing you're accused of, but that mugshot is going to live forever. And uh, you know, for for a lot of people, especially if you're not a celebrity or if you're not uh, famous or well known for anything else but this mugshot, you know, there are people who have become famous just for looking really wrecked in their mugshots. Speaking of mugshots and
3: emotions again, the experience of having a mugshot out there can be really emotional. When I was a local news reporter, we would get calls all the time from people who were really upset that their mugshots were online. Have you ever dealt with that?
2: You know, I have actually. I I once had a guy threaten me with legal action because I just, I mentioned on the air that his mugshot was all over social media. I didn't take the picture. I didn't post the picture, but somehow it was my fault. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a favorite mugshot? Mine Mm. is the guy up in Ohio a few years ago. You may remember this. He got busted for huffing spray paint, gold spray paint, no less. He had this sparkly gold goatee in his mugshot.
3: A gilded mugshot. So I don't know if it's like my favorite, but I do have one that sticks in my head, and it's grosser than yours Um, there's this man who has like half of his face tattooed and a bunch of spikes coming out of his head. I've seen his mugshot a bunch of times since I started working at Odyssey. He allegedly spent $11,000 to purchase human remains.
2: I've always said everyone needs a hobby, (laughs) but every once in a great while, mugshots do actually improve their subjects' lives.
1: There's like the one exception of Jason Meeks, and he would be like, I think the only person who really uh, became famous because of his much shot. I think a lot of people on social media know him as Hot Felon. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah the Hot Felon. Yeah, he was arrested like seven or eight years ago on, I forget what charges, but the man is gorgeous. You know, he's got these baby blue eyes, beautiful skin, you know, perfect symmetrical face, pillowy lips, chiseled jaw, the whole thing. And, and uh, you know, I think uh, he became famous because it looks so good. Now, the great thing about Jason Meeks is that after he got out of out of jail, uh, he had a modeling contract because he was so beautiful. And he's someone who's really been able to turn his life around. You know, I I caught up with, with him on social media for this article. And like seven, eight years later, he's a very successful model. He's an actor. He's a father. He... Uh, he does uh, a lot of charities for kids that are in juvenile detention and foster care like he was when he was younger. And he's like, just very grateful and happy to be sort of given the opportunity of of a lifetime.
2: We wanted to know if Brockle had a favorite.
1: I think from researching this, my favorite mugshot um, was of uh, Rick Perry, former former governor of Texas, former secretary of energy, as we know. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, his mugshot—he's smiling, but not in that toothy way that John John Edwards and Tom Delay are. He's smiling in a sort of bemused way, as if he, you know, argued at the time, and eventually the courts agreed with him that the the charges were against him were not valid, and he seems to be sort of exuding—I um, don't know—sort of humorous confidence. Uh, or bemused with the charges in his mugshot. I don't know. Like, maybe this is just me having, like, a, a Texan cattle rancher father. But it just, he looks to me like the look that my dad gave me when I told him I was going to go vegan. You know? I'm <laughs> just like, okay, kid, you got it.
2: Down here we call him Governor Goodhair.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: I'm going to get personal now, Gillian. Sure. Do you have a mugshot?
1: I do not have a mugshot, which does not mean I have never faced criminal charges, but I have never been booked on anything in my life.
2: See, I don't <laughs> have one either, and I almost, I feel like I'm kind of missing out.
1: I know, and I have to say, so I also, in my article, I, I did a couple billionaire mugshot, mugshots, so I did Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. And I have to say, if I don't know that uh, Jeff Bezos, the owner of the Washington Post, has ever been arrested for anything. But if anybody knows of a mugshot of Jeff Bezos, they can send it to me at gillian.brockel@washpost.com. at watchpost.com. I would love to see it.
2: I'm Mike Rogers. Thanks so much for listening to Something Offbeat. This episode, written and produced by Lauren Berry and Chris Blake, with audio editing by Bree Flores, original music by Myron Kaplan, and editorial support from Cooper Mall. Now to keep listening, please subscribe to us on the Odyssey app or Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have your own offbeat story that you think we should cover, let us know about it. Send it to us at offbeat at odyssey. com.